Hello everyone, I'm Mark Saxford and I want to welcome you all to my new podcast called People Behind Brands, brought to you by Making Websites Better. Throughout the series, I'll be opening up my little black book of contacts where I'll be joined by an inspirational guest from the world of business, getting to the bottom of what made them so successful. In each episode, I'll be touching upon the highs and the lows that every professional has faced along the way. To never miss an episode, subscribe to our exclusive content now and follow us on our social media platforms. People Behind Brands. Life lessons from the world of business. For the penultimate episode of Series 1, I'm joined by my good friend, Michael Clark, a self-confessed adrenaline junkie and founder of his new Essex-based estate agency, Michael Clark Residential. During this episode, we go back in time and reminisce on our heyday of multiple nights out each and every weekend. But now Michael's path in life is to succeed and provide the next level of customer service for his new and existing client base. So if you're looking to buy or sell your home in the Essex area sooner rather than later and want to benefit from undoubted knowledge and industry expertise, this is the man you need to call. So let's delve deeper into the man behind his brand. Okay, Michael, great to have you with us on the podcast. How you doing, mate? You right? Very well, thank you. Yourself? Good. Yeah, not too bad. Today, you join us for the penultimate episode in the series. So for this one, I've called upon a good friend to join us in the podcast arena. Those of you who don't know, I've known Michael since our early 20s, where we would be living for the weekend and getting up to all sorts on nights out in our hometown of Colchester. Uh, Despite all of the fun and games, though, Michael has gone on to... Uh, from strength to strength in his career as an award-winning estate agent who has worked for many respected firms before recently starting up his own company, Michael Clark Residential. Michael's passion for the, the industry and desire to be successful has been the founding element of his life so far. So we talk about business, but we also find out more about the man behind his brand. So Michael, first question before we get into the deeps and delves of uh, business that comes with it. Uh, perhaps we could uh, just touch upon our youth and obviously how we know each other. So what would you say have been some of the more standout memories that we've shared together over the last 10 or so years? Um, lots of nights out. I mean, lots yeah. of nights out. If we cast our mind back sort of uh, seven years ago, sort of every weekend we were yeah. um, uh, liquid, the old River Lodge as well. Um, yeah. So some really good times there. Um, more recently, um, when we caught up over the Euro final, that was uh, was yeah. disappointing ending. Um, really yeah. good to catch up, and uh, yeah, it's good to see you. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it's certainly been an interesting sort of ten years, really. I think we were kind of sort of uh, in sort of dead end roles at the time, and uh, sort of living for the weekend and having our money spent on you know beers and all that sort of stuff, and having generally just a nice time and that. But uh, I think we both kind of you know settled down a little bit more and you know, going for things that we actually want to achieve in life, which is which is always good. Um, so, as I said earlier, you've just started your own estate agency, but take us back to some of the key moments from when you started, just before you started Michael Clark Residential. So, key moments would have been really writing out the business strategy uh, when looking at how the business was going to develop. Um, I didn't want to go down the route of uh, high street presence as I personally didn't feel that uh, I needed that and I felt that uh, most of the core element of selling a house is in the marketing so I invested a lot of my money into videographers and also more web portals as well to 
try and reach a sort of wider audience. But um, actually what I found really beneficial was I had a meeting with Colby, uh, the business centre in Colchester, um, and I ran through my business model with them and put together a spot analysis as well, and that really helped identify the sort of strengths and weaknesses that um, you know I was going to face and very much put together an, an action plan of how the business was uh, was going to grow and what I thought I could expect. Because having done the job for 11 or 12 years at the time, I, I knew the line of work inside and out, but I'd never started off by myself. And uh, I'd always had a recognised brand behind me. So it was, how was I going to create something which is going to be so good that someone's going to choose to use me rather than an existing um brand out there and it's a very um competitive industry as well mm. so there's lots of great companies out there so i had to come up with something which no one else is doing in my town at the minute and at the time that was the marketing videos and that's really you know what I felt has helped get me going yeah definitely i think that's that's something that i can see even just as a you know a friend but also as a you know if i was a customer or something looking at your business you know you seem to have your marketing strategy look looking really good there so i mean what would you say have been some of the more bigger achievements in your career to date? I mean, you obviously mentioned that you've been working for previous estate agents and stuff like that, that obviously led you to uh, hone your craft in in the property industry. So what made you want to start up your own company? Uh, What made me want to start my own business was I wanted to offer a a personal service. Um, Working for one of the big brands, the issue that I felt in the end was I saw people start the journey. My job was to go out and, list properties and I'd see people on the valuation stage once that property was on I'd I'd never see them again it would always be looked after by someone else Um, so I felt that what I was doing whilst I was very good at it I wasn't kind of getting that enjoyment from it in terms of my achievements um, I went from a trainee junior role at an independent estate agency and was running my own branch by the time I was 22 Um, but then I at that stage I didn't feel I could move any further within that business um there was nowhere else to sort of go up so I left there um I was working in on uh, South Essex sort of East London area uh, around Hornchurch Ilford Barking uh, for a company in that area um really enjoyed that and then the position came back up my hometown in Colchester which um, I went back to and I, I really enjoyed that role that was within the largest um UK state agency uh, for there, I finished top in the country for putting houses on in the South region in 2019 and I came second place in 2018. So I had a really good run at that um, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. You certainly progressed throughout the years. But uh, what, what would you say is your why or your drive to be su- successful in what you do? <clears throat> the drive to be successful in sales, it's very much... Um, you always want to be number one and that's very much instilled from you in the corporate side of things that you're looking for number one on market share you want to be top of the league tables and you want your name up in lights and uh i really enjoyed that since i set up my own company uh my view on driving to be number one in terms of market share no i don't have that anymore what i aspire to is actually providing people a really good customer service and more personal yeah. experience but from my own point of view it's just to give myself a better lifestyle um actually you know i don't need to be in an office at um 8 a.m every day um it, it's um i work when i need to work and uh, i find that actually works really well for me and that work-life balance although actually i'm working a lot more hours now um i've got to say i'm a lot happier in what i'm doing as well uh, mm. which has made a big difference um 
in terms of the whole lifestyle as well. I don't, I don't feel stressed. I don't feel um, un, under pressure. Um, you've still got to perform because it's your business. And uh, if you don't perform, you, you're not going to have a company. Uh, but at the same time, you're not driven to the final detail and what percentage or what, what you did on each uh, individual thing to such a, a scale, uh, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, the, the company seems to be growing quite rapidly, even though it's sort of like in its infancy. But I, I see that you've uh, you've just taken on a new sales exec. So can you tell us a little bit more about him and, you know, your kind of future plans for, for bringing more people on board? Yeah, so as the business is growing, um, what um, since I've always worked by, by myself, um, once I had enough sales running through, I've taken on a sales progressor. So there's always been someone working for me behind the scenes, uh, but not another face of the company. And um, what I realised is I want to grow. Um, I'd like to um, become a little bit bigger, but I still want to maintain that personal service. Um, Fraser that's joined me, I've known him a number of years, um, really good member of staff. Um, great he's really enthusiastic and i think a big part of sales is just that enthusiasm um and actually being passionate about what you do and uh, he's got a very similar mindset to myself that he just wants to to do well build a good career and um, have a good lifestyle um so i'm really pleased that he's come on board to you know help that business grow and uh, obviously his career grow as the company gets bigger as well yeah, completely agree. Um, I suppose arguably being a state agent comes with you know a reputation uh, where many get tarnished with the same brush, probably unfairly. But how would you say Michael Clark Residential is different from other estate agents, particularly in the local area? So the key selling point uh, for my brand um, had always been you were always dealing with me. Mm. Um, I've done this job a very long time and like I mentioned earlier, the one thing I always felt I was a bit unhappy with before was I saw people at the start of the journey, then they got handed to another member of staff that arranged the viewings, then they'd deal with another member of staff that would then progress it through, and then you'd be dealing with several people along the way. Mm. So the way I made my business different was rather than going over high volume, I limited myself to the amount of business I put on, which may, meant that I could look after those people as well. And it was all about customer service and it's because it's a very daunting thing selling a house um, a lot of people will only do it a couple of times in a lifetime yeah some people have no idea what to expect you know what to what they're going to you know how that process is going to go um and it's very nervous so to actually have just one person that knows what they're doing they can look after them from the start of that journey hold their hand through the entire process and actually be on the phone if they ever need them but not only that actually call them throughout the process all the time um so every stage along that transaction that person is being kept up to date because a huge part of this job is communication and every person that deals with me has my personal mobile numbers so they get hold of me i was texting a client um the night about 9 30 they just had a couple of questions um i finished for the day i sat there on the sofa and messaged them back and that is the level of service that people get from me which you wouldn't get, you know, had you left that office at six o'clock at night and then they're going to have to wait till the next day. And um, that's really what separates me apart. The other thing as well, although a few other agents have started doing is the video tours as well. I find they really help promote the house Mm. uh, because it gives people a good feel of what they're coming in to see. um, And it's getting the right people through the door. I'd rather have 10 people through the door that I think are genuinely going to be interested rather than 15, but then they come in and go, oh, actually, it's not like the, the photos. And the video tour really helps with that as well. 
Um, certainly during the lockdowns that we've been experiencing as well, video um, is great because people get to see the house and they don't have to leave their property as well. So again, it's um, it's a benefit there. Yeah, I think that that kind of idea has obviously been born out of lockdown. I know it's it's a really good tool to to utilise, and it's really professional on your social medias as well. But you know, just touching upon you know the pandemic and you know various lockdowns from a personal perspective, how much did the global pandemic affect you? You know, how did you deal with the multiple lockdowns and all of that that came with it? So if we start with the first lockdown, it actually turned out to be a huge benefit to me. Whilst at the time. Um, I was actually employed at the time. I was put on furlough and I couldn't work for several weeks. And it was actually at that time that it made me really reassess my whole life, actually. I thought, mm. what am I doing? I can continue in this firm and I'll be quite happy here. Or could I actually go out and really challenge myself and do something different? But I always wanted to set up my own estate agency. Um, but you get so comfortable, actually, just bringing home good money at the end of mm. each month and... Um, I think that lockdown really just kind of hit home that actually we're not going to be here forever. Let's give it a go because I didn't want to look back on it in sort of 20 years and uh, regret not actually giving it a crack. And it was going to go one of two ways. It's going to go really well, or it wasn't. And yeah. fortunately, so far, it has been going in the right direction, but that's going to continue. In terms of the lockdowns and the second and third, yeah, they identified things. But if you look at actually what the market's done over that period of time, um, the market last year was fantastic. It was the best sales market I've ever worked in in my career. Mm. Um, and there wasn't enough stock to supply demand. And we're still seeing that now. Um, so whilst we don't know what we might come up against next year, um, thankfully, estate agencies were still able to continue doing business throughout the last kind of lockdowns that we have had this year. So um, from a business point of view, for me, it's really kind of actually the first one set the mindset there second and third we've had to work through it but so is everyone there's always going to be challenges in the in the road and uh, it's how you deal with them just going back to that sort of personal aspect i mean something that i'm sure none of us will take for granted anymore is our family and loved ones uh what effect do the important people in your life have on you and who you are today so the people I've got around me have um, been really supportive. They do make a big um, difference, actually. Uh, certainly from the business side of things, my dad used to run his own company and he's been really supportive and he's been a really good person to talk to, get help and advice from as well. Um, and just having a good social group of people around you as well, it's, it's really important not to get so caught up with work, you actually forget your family, your friends, because um, that's very easily done. Um, you know, I think I've been there before when I was younger and I was so driven to kind of hit sales targets and everything you you get at nine o'clock you're absolutely shattered yeah. um but to, to answer your question i think um my friends have been sort of very supportive um i've just moved in with my girlfriend about five months ago as well when she's been you know brilliant um it's been really good so uh it's just nice to have that network um the people around you that you can talk to and have a chat certainly from a self-employed point of view as well because you're not um with like a team you can't go back and have a chat and you do lose that social element so i found actually in the last year and a half yeah i've got actually a lot closer to my family um which is really nice because some of them i hadn't spoken to for a little while um because we've fallen out but just purely because life had got in the way and the same again with the friendship group um but what i've also found as well is actually how supportive just the general public are of independent business of so mm. people choose to use me 
uh, because I have gone out on my own and they, they like the fact that um, I'm doing it by myself. And uh, that's the reason that I have won a lot of business this year because it is just me. So I've got to say the general public and the support of just the community. And um, it's amazing um, because I've had messages from people that I hadn't spoken to in years that I just had on my Facebook and said, actually, I'm looking to sell my house. Um, can you come out and see me? Yeah. So again, you've got support from people that you haven't seen in a little while as well, um, which has been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's all, it's all the power of marketing, really, I suppose. And, you know, this sort of social media sort of stuff, especially with Facebook, if you haven't spoken to someone and then all of a sudden you put something online, then, uh, yeah, especially from a, from a, you know, selling a house point of view, obviously you can help. So that's really good. Um, I mean, as our listeners understand, the aim of this podcast is to focus on some of the testing times that we all go through at some point along the way in our personal lives. So talk to us about some of the harder challenges that you've experienced throughout your personal life, maybe something that not a lot of people know about you or just something you'd like to share. Yeah, going back a few years ago, um, I would always wanted to run a marathon and um, I couldn't really run 100 metres uh, without being out of breath. And um, I was 23 at the time. Mm. And actually, the change of uh, just the focus I had towards that run, um, crossing the finish line was just an amazing experience. Um, I was previously running a half marathon in about two hours, 20, two and a half hours, so quite slow. Um, with the training involved, I uh, became a member of the Great Bentley Running Club. And I managed to get my half marathon time down to one hour 50. So cutting off about half an hour from my previous times. But um, the time that um, I did the marathon in, that was four hours 20 at Brighton. And the experience of achievement as I got across the finish line as well. Because um, during the training, I'd experienced knee problems, ankle problems. I realized that pretty much at 23, I'd fallen apart, which uh, wasn't great. Um, <laughs> but actually... Um, it was really good to uh, to get to get across that line, and uh, I think that attitude and willpower that certainly goes with uh, a marathon or any kind of training like that actually transpires a lot into work as well. It's just that focus of what you want to achieve. You're going to go through hurdles along the way, but you're going to have your overall goal at the end. Yeah, would you say that's like the the biggest challenge you've ever kind of faced in your in your personal life? In my personal life, yeah. um, what other challenges have I faced? Um, I guess probably my biggest challenge would be when I was younger. Um, I moved out of home at 22, which, um, you know, doesn't sound too young, but actually at the time I didn't really feel like I was ready to, to go. But mm. um, I wasn't overly happy living at home and um, kind of made that, that leap of faith. And uh, that that's challenging at that age as well because um you want to go out and have a good time and uh actually you realize that you've got things to pay for then as well you don't have loads of disposable income and uh i, I suggest that that's probably quite a, a challenging point for me when i was younger it's actually sort of moving out at that age um but the same way it almost has shaped me into who i am now because uh, you've gone through that sort of harder period and um it's just nice to um look back actually where I've kind of come from that as well. Um, other said, um, yeah, yeah I, th I think it's really good to look back on your achievements or even hardships because it does make you who you are today, I think. Um, but you know, you're, you're obviously incredibly busy with your, with your business empire, but when you get the time to relax, unwind or partake in a particular hobby, 
mean, just sort of tell our listeners what you'd like to get up to. Uh, I know you obviously into your, your motorbikes, and obviously you're running that you just mentioned there as well. So what, what's your kind of your key passions outside of work? Um, so my biggest passion, as you just mentioned, is uh, motorbikes. Absolutely love it. Um, I've just got back from three days of riding around Portimao Circuit in the Algarve, which was incredible. Awesome. Um, and my new hobby, which I'm going to be taking up, is skydiving. Um, I did two tandem jumps this year. Um, I just completed the ground school. Um, the only unfortunate thing for me is I'm currently over the weight limit of uh, being able to jump. So uh, I need to probably lay off uh, a few beers over Christmas time and uh, get down to that. So I'm ready for, uh, for next year. But uh, that's going to be my latest thing. I just absolutely love anything which kind of just gets the heart racing, really, and just makes you feel alive. It's uh, really good. Yeah, I think you've always been a bit of an adrenaline junkie, though, haven't you? Um, but yeah, you obviously mentioned Christmas. So that's obviously fast approaching. So and obviously a special time of year. So I think normally you try and see your dad as much as possible. Is that right? And then try and obviously see, you know, your family as well. But what does Christmas look to look like for you this year? Uh, Christmas this year, um, going to be sort of here, there and all over the place, actually. I'm seeing uh, my mum on Boxing Day and my stepdad. Um, yeah. Christmas Day, I'm with my girlfriend and her family. So we're going to have to bed cheer for the day. And Christmas Eve, I'm with my dad. So um, it should be quite a nice um couple of days uh this year so um yeah really looking really looking forward to it yeah yeah i think everyone's looking forward to it i think they're just looking forward to the break but you know especially after quite uh you know two years really because we didn't really have much of a christmas last year either so it's been good to be good to you know have that break i think uh but as we look to the future and a new year on the horizon in 2022 what are your big plans both from a personal but also professional point of view uh, from a personal point of view, I'm just looking to carry on as I have done this year. Um, what I've realised is since all the lockdowns is life is short. Appreciate the time whilst you've got it. And also whilst you're in really good health, actually go out and do the things which you enjoy. There is more to life than work. Mm. And um, I think that's really important because a lot of people just work all their life and then they, they can't actually enjoy that retirement age. And um uh, for me personally, next year, um, like I mentioned, I've got the skydiving. I've got a trip to Portugal for seven days on the motorbike, so touring around Europe. Uh, that's on my road bike. I've got a trip to Cartagena in Spain uh, for four days of track riding. And my biggest challenge, which um, I'm going to be training towards, is Mount Kilimanjaro. Um, I'll be climbing that in December. I had hoped to do it this year. Unfortunately, because uh, of COVID restrictions, they cancelled the trip. Mm. Um, so fingers crossed next year it will be uh, going ahead. So I'll start the beginning of 2023 on the on the summit, hopefully. Yeah. Um, from a business point of view, um, like I mentioned earlier, I've now got Fraser on board. So the plan is just to continue what we've done this year, provide good customer service, continue building that brand and reputation. Um, I'd love to um, continue dealing with the sort of higher end market. I really like sort of character properties and with a bit of land and something I'm really kind of excited about as well. Um, and um, hopefully a bit of stage that we've got a third member of the team joining and just sort of gradually grow organically um, is what I'd, I'd like to do there. Um, not sort of run a million miles ahead because you know, can get as big as you like. But again, that work-life balance is um, still important to me. So whilst I do have the drive that I want to grow, at the same time, one of the big things for me starting the business was I wanted to have a better life for myself. So uh, mm. I do, you know, whilst I could potentially have more money in the bank by growing a lot bigger, actually having time to enjoy it, see family and friends is uh, still 
very important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would just wish you the best of luck with it. I think it's, you know, it's a really good venture that you've got at the moment and uh, I can only see it growing. But Michael, thanks so much for coming on, mate. Uh, I've enjoyed thanks catching up and talking more about your business. Uh, as I said to you the other day, it's great to see you doing well and smashing it as always. But perhaps you might like to tell our listeners where they can f- visit Michael Clark Residential and how they can view your properties online. Um, so you can find all of my properties online on the Michael Clark Residential Right Move page. You can also find me on Facebook at Michael Clark Residential. And you can also visit my website, which is www.michaelclarkresidential.co.uk. Thanks, mate. So if you've enjoyed our chat today or any of our previous episodes from Series 1, please make sure you like and follow our channel on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. With 2022 on the horizon, we're looking for more guests to showcase their life lessons just like Michael from the world of business. So get in touch if you or someone you know would like to appear on People Behind Brands. You can direct message me on social media at Podcast PBB. Join us next time for the last episode in the series with more life lessons from the world of business. So that's it for this episode of People Behind Brands. I'd love to hear from you all, so if you want to get in touch, follow us on our social media platforms. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to our exclusive content now. Join us next time for a brand new guest on the podcast as we explore yet more life lessons from the world of business. We'll see you soon. Ta-da!